The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, go! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to, on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 58th birthday today. Happy birthday to Gary Lineker. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> he is 58. Let me check my shorts to make sure they're clean. <laughs> Just making sure. Just making sure. And saying to my right, the honey bastard to my Connie Rosso. Our hey! Tishmael Johnson. Oh, you said that with such... You're so, you're so sad you missed out. Oh, was it great? It was, it was great. pretty great. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Was it really great? It was, oh, really, it was good. really good. I eat that location up in Frisco... They put extra toppings on, extra cheese, yeah. extra everything. I, I, in some ways, I think it's too much, but then again, no. <laughs> who are you? To- <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. Max Thompson, noted guy who's going to be like, oh, no, no, no. That's too much good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, please, hold off on the good yeah. stuff. Today is Friday, November 30th, 2018, 363 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 671, 671, Ryan Ruas, OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. That is still ongoing. On today's show, guys, it is Mailbag Friday. We are going to answer all of your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, food, your favorite toppings at Connie Rosso. All of these things. Eventually, Connie Rosso will sponsor this show. Oh, that would be the best day ever. Oh, that would be. (laughs) They get more corporate every year, so. Yeah, I mean, listen, guys. Call me. (laughs) Um, So, um, ask your questions down below on Facebook. If you're watching live at TexasFootball.com, Awesome. Keep doing that. Also, open a new tab. Go to Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's <laughs> yeah. and go in the comments of this, of yeah. this uh, video. Right. Down below, ask all your questions. We will get to as many as we can. We have a hard out at about 12.50 today. 12.50. Okay. Got to get going. We, so. Before we start, Greg, oh? I have mm-hmm. some important uh, business I need to attend to here. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, if you recall correctly, uh, yesterday at the end of the show, Brent Holman said he was out fishing. Uh, oh, yes. While listening to the show. And yeah, that's... That's a first for us. That is a first uh, I get a text after the show about the fish that he caught as we were saying that. Wait, wait, wait. So he was listening to the show and... and as we're acknowledging that he said he was out fishing, Okay, he catches a fish. Okay, he's, it, so he's listening to our show and he catches a fish in the middle of us, the show. Of us, of us telling him, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, saying that he is fishing. Right. This is the fish he caught. Uh, this is a seven-pounder. Whoa! Seven-pounder. Whoa! Uh, took him, he said, seven minutes to reel it in. Okay. Uh, so so the, we were so we get credit for this. The right? moral yeah. of the story here is uh, if you are having trouble getting them to bite, <laughs> <laughs> dial up this podcast. Fire up Texas football today. Yeah. Yes. And they you'll be getting the seven pounders in no time. Listen, <laughs> that's science. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I've never heard anybody say, "Hey, I went out fishing, listening to your show, and I didn't catch yep. anything." Right. Yeah. <laughs> This so, is this, so we're one for we're one for one. This is a one hundred percent hit rate. Ishmael is absolutely right. We that are is, batting a thousand. That is a that is a locked and loaded yep. stone cold lock so, guarantee. Uh, <laughs> if you're having trouble getting them to bite, okay, I'll dial like up it. the Texas Football Today podcast. I like it. 
Dave Campbell's Texas Football along with Wells Fargo and in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving player in Texas. Every weekday at noon, on every Monday at noon, uh, TexasFootball.com announces 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it up to you at TexasFootball.com. Voting closes each Friday at noon with the winner being announced shortly thereafter as I go and close the poll right now. There you go. Good job. Thank you. Uh, it is with distinct pleasure that I announce the week fourteen, week 13, yes, 13. area round Mr. Yes. Texas Football Player of the Week is Buffalo quarterback Colton Green, who ran for 332 yards and five touchdowns, added another 125 yards and two touchdowns passing. Congratulations to all the nominees. Evadale running back Will Farr, Mesquite Horn quarterback Jermaine Givens, Port Nature's Groves quarterback Rashawn Johnson, uh, Westbrook quarterback LaRavian Elia, Frisco Lone Star wide receiver Marvin Mims, New Deal quarterback Jet Whitfield, Garrison running back and defensive back Sebastian Porter, Lavernia quarterback Clayton Chadwick, and Lubbock Coronado wide receiver Blair Conright, but a very special congratulations to the Week 13 area round Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Buffalo quarterback Colton Green. Very well deserved. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches across the state for the Built by Nature, I'm sorry, Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. The Week 13 Area Round Playoffs Mister or Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week is yeah, I, I already put it. Why are you do? Why do you always do? You're ruining the allure of the, yeah. the drum roll. See, this no, is why I, I don't do it it's anymore because I know up. him. Yeah. So. Yep. I'm not sorry. It's already up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Edinburgh Vale <clears throat> offensive coordinator Sean Vandemergle. Hey, you can at least be enthusiastic when you say the name. The Sabercats <laughs> exploded for 469 yards of total offense in a dominant 65 nothing win over Laredo Alexander. Congratulations to all the nominees. Duncanville defensive coordinator John Towles. Jasper defensive coordinator Trey Allen and Marshall offensive coordinator Jake Greedle. But a very special congratulations to the Week 13 area round Mr. Texas Football Assistant Coach of the Week, or rather uh, Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week. By the time you get it right, the season will be over. Edinburgh Vela offensive coordinator Sean Vandemergel. Very well deserved. Oh, and by the way, um, that's the last time I'm going to do it because I'm that's not true. That's so true. I'm, I'm going out with a fart. <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> Coach Vandemergel. Also, so the Texas High School Ball Regional Semifinals are underway. We had five games last night. Uh, we've got 84 more? No, 83 more to go the rest of the way. And you can watch the biggest and best games through our friends at Texan Live. Texan Live uh, has put up, uh, has a ton of... A fantastic game. They have the best games every single week that you can stream live and watch live at uh, TexanLive.com, including... Katie Norshore, mm-hmm. Fort Bend Marshall, Port Natchez Groves, mm-hmm. Hutto and Richmond Foster. If you're into points, East Chambers and Cameron Yo is going to be pointsy. Uh, Silsby and Giddings will be a lot of fun. Quero and Corpus Christi West Oso. How about Sealy and Liberty Hill? Um, a lot of games tonight. Franklin and Grandview, another great Central Texas matchup. That at Waco ISD Stadium. You can watch that live at, tex- at TexanLive.com. As, and then Saturday... 
they've got a, a tremendous slate throughout the day, including Allen in the Woodlands, Georgetown in Alvin Shadow Creek, Cypher at Tascacita, Hewitt Midway in uh, Klein Oak, and in the nightcap. The nightcap is awesome. Katie Tompkins, Beaumont Westbrook, that'll be a lot of fun. Goliad Yoakum in the rematch, and then Battle of Unbeatens to close it out. Longview and Vandegrift. Mm. be a great, great week, weekend on TexanLive.com. Make sure you go and, uh, and subscribe there. It is well worth it. Can't recommend it enough. All three of us are subscribers. Uh, at, we would be subscribers if we were partners with them anyway. Um, it, is, it is absolutely positively uh, the place to watch the best Texas high school football playoff game. So do it. TexanLive.com. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com. Slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It's our subscription package. Two magazines, the 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. It's coming off the press right now. It's going to mail directly to you. You also get pre-ordered for the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Texas Football, the 400-page. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team, computer projections of every Texas high school football game. That's up right now at TexasFootball.com. If you want to see what the computer thinks of every game, you can see it at TexasFootball.com. Uh, a season's worth of Tep and Step, our premium high school football insider podcast from Matt Step and I. We went for about an hour and ten minutes talking about this uh, this week uh, of games, so you get that. You also get uh, recruiting analysis from friends at Next Little Athlete, all sorts of Texas Football Today extras, Loads of goodness, all for the low, low price of nineteen ninety five for the entire year. Nineteen ninety five for an entire year. If you don't know what to get that person in your life who's very hard to shop for for the holidays, immediately there's somebody who has sprung to your mind as I said that. I just described somebody in vivid detail in your life. Get them the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider uh, Package. Uh, for 20 bucks. you're done, and they will love it. I promise. So TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It is Mailbag Friday. Mailbag Friday here on Texas Football Today. We are answering your questions in the comments on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Ask us your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, all the rest. While we are kind of stocking up on questions, let's talk about where you guys were last night. And I don't mean Connie Rosso. <laughs> Although if we want to talk about Connie Rosso, we can. We definitely can. do that. Okay. Uh, you guys were at the stars. Yep. In Frisco, uh, you went with Matt Step, right? Yeah. Wow, you guys were rolling deep. Yep, squatted up. Um, uh, La Vega comes away. Waco, La Vega, and, and Paris. Waco, La Vega comes away with I think what ended up being thirty-eight twenty. Thirty-eight twenty was thirty-eight twenty. Um, it was actually rel- pretty low scoring for most of the game, and then the fourth quarter kind of. It was yeah. It was kind of the game we kind of figured. Uh, we went into it thinking it'd be a street fight. You know, mm-hmm. very physical. A lot of ice bats after the game, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it happened. Eventually, La Vega, you could tell what La Vega was doing. They were like, mm-hmm. let's see if I can take these body blows for four quarters, and eventually Paris couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, give credit to Paris. They hung in there as long as they could. For a while, it looked like, okay, this is this is interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe Paris' quarterback, Savage, took on uh, Kobe Savage. Kobe yeah. Savage. Scored on like a seventy-five yard run yeah, like yeah. The right second play, yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh man, this is this is going to be interesting. And then, like I said, La Vega just hung around, hung around, hung around, and th- but both teams came out to fight. It was so, it was a, a very good game. So I was streaming this game and I watched it, and um, it, it it sure seemed like a super physical game. There mm-hmm. were there were like it's just two big beefy teams hitting each other, but mm-hmm. then there were also a number of hits 
like in the open field yeah. where it, somebody got like truck sticked. <laughs> it's like whoa! I gotta look up his name real quick. That was a player that really stood out to me um, last night. It was it was uh, a, an impressive win for uh, for Waco La Vega. They are going through to play either Argyle or Salina. Argyle will be a favorite in that game, uh, and that would be a rematch. Remember, Argyle lost to uh, beat Salina or La Vega rather thirty one twenty nine in what was a game that from the people who were there were like that was as even Steven as it gets yeah. like that was very like there are some games where the score gets away it's like that would like people we talked to said that's exactly what the score should have been Demarcus Hayes from yeah. La Vega every play looked like the guy just should have just stayed down yeah like every hit he made looked like it hurt yeah looked like he made bone shake it was. And, he, and he, he was kind of feeling himself a little bit, too. He had a bit of a swagger to him where every time he'd hit, he kind of marched five more yards down the field to a little pose or something. Yeah. Um, Just keep running through the guy. And, yeah, it was basically. And it was – he he stood up for me from La Vega's defense. He was yeah. spectacular. Every open field play seemed like he made. Yeah. Um, the other games last night, Atlanta. Dave Campbell's Texas football preseason darling Atlanta, <laughs> who started the year 0-4. Yep. Is third to the regional final with a win over Mount Vernon. Congratulations they to the Rams. Came Rabbits. good late. I, I'm not yeah. telling you. Yeah. Like, guys, we do know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes a little bit of time. Yeah. Because uh, we've been talking to them all offseason, yeah. and they come out of the gate 0 oh, 4. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. And they turned on the Jets. That was a great win for them last night. Uh, they're through to the regional final. Um, as is. Shallow water. My shallow water goodness. Creamed Eastland. Um, I don't know how a team that's 13-0 and 0 remains a secret, but, like, I feel like not enough people are talking about shallow water or what they're doing to people. Yeah. The defense has been sensational, and Cutter Sparks and that offense are incredible. I think they are a legit contender uh, there. That's a big, big win uh, for shallow water. They are through to the regional final. Uh, there was one more 11-man game. Oh, Stratford is through yep. to the regional final again. Yep. They get a big win over District Bunkmate Vega. Yep. Uh, they are through to the regional final where they will um, probably end up drawing Groover. That's Groover's going to be the favorite. That's your bet. Uh, yeah, I would say Groover. And then we did have six-man action as Motley County, or Follett rather, our first state semifinalist of the year is the Follett Panthers. They take down Motley County last night, forty-eight to eighteen. The spot they're used to be in. Um, Kyle, uh, that is, yeah, exactly. It's a, a they are used to playing uh, in semifinals. They will play for another one. Uh, but uh, one thing worth mentioning: Motley County running back uh, Kyler Deegan uh, finishes the year with seventy-two touchdowns rushing. Decent. Uh, so congratulations to him. But uh, very big congratulations to the state semifinalist Follett Panthers who are through to the next round. Do we have any questions, Max? So many questions. Are you ready, sir? Uh, wait a second. <laughs> yes, I am ready. Okay. <laughs> Miziel asks, will Texas be back if they beat OU tomorrow? Yeah, right? Like, if they win the conference, I think you have to say, if they win the, here's the thing. I think that, the we, we've talked a little bit around it. But the idea of Texas being back is so nebulous. Mm -hmm. You can kind of put any kind of spin on it that you want. Right. I don't think there's any doubt that if Texas wins 10 games and their conference, they have to be considered back, right? Yeah. I'd, I'd say you can make an argument that Texas isn't back until they're in the playoff discussion. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Not, not, that, not that winning the Big 12 wouldn't be surpassing expectations, because I think we had this team as probably seven mm -hmm. to eight wins, maybe pushing nine. But I think you can make the argument, based off where Texas's ceiling was in their prime, mm -hmm. playoff discussion Are, should, be that, would should you, be that goal. Would you concede that they will be 
Backish. Yeah. Okay. Backish. Sure. Backish. Sure. Good. Next year we can have the official Texas is back discussion. Okay. All right. That's fine. I like it. Um, but I will say yes. Yeah, at least that was the Texas I was raised on. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the the Texas that you know is '05 Texas. Right. Right. It's it's uh, it's '09 Texas. It's mm-hmm. Colt. It's 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 Vince Young and stuff like that. Right. So, um, okay. What's next, Max? <laughs> Mark Gosselin asks, will La Vega win state? Well, they got to get past Argyle. Yeah. And Argyle's tough. Mm-hmm. But I will say that if they come out of Region 2, yep. uh, we've long said that, with all due respect to our funky president yep. in, in Region 1, yep. uh, to Mark Way Foster, we're running back in Wichita Falls Hershey, the winner of Region 2 is going to be the favorite to get to a title game. Mm-hmm. At that point, they would see either... Carthage or Liberty probably. Hill. Carthage, probably. Liberty Hill. Midlothian Heritage. Maybe Midlothian Heritage. Uh, yep. Maybe Midlothian Heritage. Yep. Um, they would see I, one of those teams. And I think either any of those games, it would be – La Vega would be no worse than a coin flip. Right. In my opinion. Sure. Uh, their teams, I think they'd be favored over Heritage. I think it would – I think they'd be – Underdogs against Carthage probably. And they'd be underdogs against Carthage, and I think it would be a coin flip against Liber- Liberty Hill. Liberty Hill. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be basically – basically they'd be right around it. So, sure. look, La Vega is right in the mix. And that win mm. last night is impressive because – um, like they they outmuscled people. Yeah. They, out, they outmuscled a team that outmuscles people, yeah. and that's that's impressive. By the way, La Vega, the alma mater of Dave Campbell. Dave Campbell. Oh, there you that's go. right. So we're biased. <laughs> What's next, Max? Uh, Misiel asks, why not name Baby Tep after our funky president? To Mark Way Tepper. Ooh. Ooh, hey, hey. Okay, well, at least a middle name, maybe. I w- um, the only thing I will tell you is that um, my house has um, heating and air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And my lawn doesn't. Okay. So when I choose a place to live yeah. and to sleep, uh-huh. um, I think I think a big bed with my wife is a lot better than my race car, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, I don't know. The Marquay Tepper rolls right off the tongue. Yeah. How, or just our funky president, Tepper. Uh, hey, okay. <laughs> yeah. That too. That'd be great. I'm OFP, here for it. OFP Tepper. Yeah. What's next, man? Uh Tony Blaylock. Our good man, who, by the way, there's a hot rumor he might be here for Mailbag Friday next week. Audible gasp. I'll have more on the schedule next week with Tepper out on who's filling in, but i got to say, I'm excited about what we got. Yeah, we'll, I'm excited we'll, about we'll, what we got. We'll give you the lineup. We will the close the, the show with next week's lineup, but let me tell you, folks, it's a Dave Campbell's Texas Football All-Star list. Yeah. It's very exciting. <laughs> Tony Blaylock asks, any any of the five or more lost teams of uh, – uh, I can't read, sorry. Yeah. Of any of the five or more – Lost teams still in it. Who has a chance to actually win a championship? Um. Okay. So basically, I mean, we're kind of narrowing it down. I think Atlanta's got a shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That win. Obviously, they're yeah. through the regional finals. So that's kind of easy. They're like the one yeah. that's through. Um. I think Gilmer's got a shot. I think uh, Gilmer's one of the big ones. If they beat Pleasant Grove tonight, then I think that yeah. you know, they are right back in it. Uh, they'd get Quero at some point, but they they will be right certainly right back in the mix. Um. I don't necessarily. I mean, there are two teams in five A uh, that have uh, um, uh, Ryder and Randall. I don't necessarily see either of them kind of on that contender level mm-hmm. with uh, Alito, with Huntsville, with Fort Bend Marshall. Um, you know, th- uh, those types of teams. Um, yeah, I would say the I would say the two that immediately spring to mind uh, are Atlanta and Gilmer. Those would be the two teams that I think. Don't have pretty records, but are certainly still in the mix. Mm-hmm. What's next, Max? Our good, man, our good friend Ruben Rios asks, taking my family out for dinner, how rude is it if I stream Katie versus North Shore at the same time? It's not rude. rude. Not rude at all. That's, rude? That's no. you're, having you're there, priorities. You're there with them. You didn't no. go to the game. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Who asked that question? Yeah. Ruben Rios. Ruben. Ruben. Yeah. Thank you. 
yeah. for for your, having the courage, your courage to stand up yeah. to your family yeah. and say, you know what, you guys are kind of important. Yeah. Yeah. But this awesome high school football game yeah. is at least as important as yeah. you. They should care about his needs. Yeah. It's not a one-way street. Again, he's there eating with them. Yeah. He's not You're at the game. Wel- it's fine. You should be saying, I'm here with you. You're welcome. Right. Yeah. I'm going to stream the game now. Yeah. yeah. Earbuds, too. You got to go with earbuds. Right. At dinner, too. <laughs> right. At least one. At least. Yeah, yeah you got to go with the yeah, one. Like yeah, I guess you can hear, you know, is, you can hear someone talking Is there talking anything jankier than the one earbud look? Oh, that yeah. is a bad look. It's a bad look. Like, I tried yeah. to, I've tried to do that, like, because uh, uh, you guys know that I am uh, earbuds while grocery shopping. Guy. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, but like sometimes, like if I'm uh, if I'm buying something that requires ID, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then you like sometimes they'll come over and I'll like try to be nice and like take out one earbud. Well, I, I always do. I always uh, I always go one in anyway because I always feel yeah. like I need to watch people oh, like you know like oh, oh you're a one me, or... you're an exclusive one earbud guy in 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 grocery stores. in grocery stores because like if somebody uh, excuse me something like that I don't want to oh, screw that person. And so, uh, but it's enough to where people know that don't talk to me. Unless you're uh, asking me to get out the way or something, oh, yeah. like unless you're directly yeah. like, and then when I get to the register, I take them out. Like, I, I'll, yeah, I'll, if I like, if I'm, this is what I'm doing, like self checkout. Okay, okay, is what I'm saying. Yeah, like I will, if if I'm talking to somebody, oh, giving, they you're both come it to out. AI. Yeah, I support the working man. Yeah, well, I'm. Uh, I thought that the movie Her was a uh, a, a a soaring, uh, soaring <laughs> triumph. Uh, triumph. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Jacob John, our good friend down in San Antonio, wants to throw out a PSA for those headed Ooh. to the Alamo Dome tomorrow. Matt Step, you might want to listen to this. The Rock and Roll Marathon is this weekend with races Saturday and Sunday. Oh, no. This will affect the many ways in and out of the dome. That is a mm. good. Uh, that's, like, that's a good PSA like a, right there. Like this show sucks, but that's like an actual like yeah. thing that's of value in this show. For once, thank you. That's very good. So, uh, log on to like uh, Google Maps and look at the traffic view. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Before you go, because there will be because usually marathons start at like seven, mm-hmm. right? They usually start pretty early, but then yeah. they'll last for like four or five hours. Right. Yeah. And that's to say nothing of like the infrastructure they build up around. Right. For it. Yeah. So. So keep yeah. it. Yeah. Keep it on that good. Good little tidbit. I know. What's right. next, Max? Mizzell asks, extended thoughts on Georgetown and Shadow Creek. This is a sneaky, interesting Ooh, one. Yeah, we have been talking about this a lot in the office. Uh, Georgetown's another team that because of their record, mm-hmm. I believe they're 9-3. Th- um, like because of their record, I think everybody forgets about them. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I have a theory. Of, it's the two-loss theory that as soon as you get that second loss, people start paying less attention to you. Right. Um, fair or not, that's just the way that it goes. We, we, inev- we inevitably kind of gravitate towards teams uh, that are – with one loss or undefeated, uh, but but Georgetown is like so very Georgetown this year. Like the defense is pretty darn solid. The offense is just kind of humming along. Uh, Jacob Siason, their 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 quarterback has been good. Um, their losses aren't bad losses. No, no, Cedar Park, Stephenville. Those are three really good losses. Those are fine. Three, like, yeah, three their district good is playoff tough. teams. Yeah, it's a uh, tough playoff. Georgetown is always, especially if you pay attention to the Central Texas area, Georgetown's a team that you always see there, mm-hmm. and they're always going to make an area run at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even, you know, like we're seeing now, three rounds deep, four rounds deep. They can make that occasional run every year, every other year. Georgetown's a solid team. Like, this isn't, yeah. a, well, this isn't a walk in the park for Shadow. If, Shad- if we look up and Shadow Creek's up three, four scores, then I'm like, oh. Okay. Well, then sure. all that would tell me is that Shadow Creek woke up. Right. Because let's also remember about Alvin Shadow Creek. Okay? <clears throat> they um they have basically played with their food for six consecutive weeks. That's true. 
They played with their fruit against Friendswood. They were down huge against Foster and had to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they kind of toyed around a bit with Fourpin Marshall or Fourpin Hightower rather. They toyed around a bit with Rosenberg Terry in the season finale. Uh, although I don't know really who was playing. That's, I want to be clear about that. Uh, they were down at halftime to New Caney Porter. They were str- they they rode the struggle bus all the entire game against Cedar Park. Now there's an important thing to note as I'm saying that. They won every one of those games. Right. So you want to talk about closing, they've been closers. Mm-hmm. But Georgetown will have a pedigree advantage. Um, I don't know. And, and Georgetown, the defense is good enough to maybe contain some of those explosive elements. Shadow Creek's my pick. I want to be clear. But Georgetown is definitely good enough to win this game. And so keep an eye on that one. That's a sneaky game. Mm-hmm. What's next, Max? It's kind of a broad question because there's a lot of games going on, but it is kind of interesting tonight. There is some expected big, big weather there is in big certain weather. places. There's been a couple games moved. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Adam DeBose wants to know, can you think of any games where there might be an upset watch because of weather? I love this question. Right? It's a great Ooh, one. So there's The biggest thing is there's a lot of games right now, so you've got to think about yeah, this for so a second. Yeah, so there's going to be – let me let me pull this up. But, uh, uh, games are the, too. Uh, yeah, because basically the weather, if you don't know, it's going to be kind of East Texas and, and the DFW Metroplex. And so you got to find games that are outside. Uh, I'll say this. The immediate one that springs to mind, Carroll and Trinity. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, Carroll is not the throw-it-all-over-the-yard air raid team that the, they were. The best players are running back. When, right. their, when yeah. their coach was the quarterback. Right. But they do need to throw the ball still, a lot yeah. more than Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. And if this is going to tamp down the score, that's an advantage for Trinity, too. That's a game, certainly, that can get a little bit hairy. Um, because of weather. Let's see. Basically, you're looking at like Region 1, Region 2 uh, for Friday night games. No, 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 no. That's the, that's the first one that springs to mind. Everything else, there's most of the 5A games are, in, are, in, um, are out west or they are down south or somewhere else. Um, uh, do, I hear, octave. do I hear Alito in South Oak Cliff? Um... If, I mean, uh, if, I mean if Alito, the, region, the regional final last things, year, or the if, semifinal last so year, let's, Alito was, let's work under the assumption, was sloppy in that game. Let's work under the assumption that the rain will tamp down scoring. Is that sure. a fair assumption? Sure. Alito's best chance to beat South Oak Cliff was to just kind of outscore them, just kind of outgun them. If this turns into a sloppy, like, slugfest, that's the game South Oak Cliff can win. So, but yeah. I, feel, I mean, th- but Alito has that ace in the hole. Just I give it to Jason McKellen. They, they, and the big offensive line. McClellan and the offensive line. You're right. Also, Midlothian Heritage and Carthage, because I don't know, maybe they'll turn down the AC too small, too, too low. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> uh, Van and Henderson. Keep an eye on Van and Henderson, too. And that's okay. another team in, in Henderson that's got four losses, but is a really good team out of a good district that I think could be fun. But uh, I picked Van. I'm back on their bandwagon. Yeah, you got tired of them yelling at you. I did. Speaking <laughs> of people yelling at you, the yeah. entire city of Garrison, unprovoked, would like to know what you were smoking. To let to pick San San Augustine over Garrison. I I don't I I think that it's a low scoring slugfest. That's what I think it is. I think you're wrong. Okay. I would have to agree with them that I think Garrison is a big favorite. But um, mm. uh, the computer doesn't think so. Yeah, computer's got this. As if the computer up. told you to jump off a cliff, would you, Greg? Do you want me to answer that question? Um, no. I I think that basically the, the question is if this game gets into the 30s, it's all Garrison. Yeah. If this game stays in the 20s. Yep. Then it's St. Augustine. And I really like this St. Augustine defense. Yeah. But, uh, again, Computer House, this is a total coin flip. I totally agree with it. I think that it, I think that it could go either which way. Sebastian Porter is on a different level right now, so he could absolutely put on the cape. Uh, but I took, I took St. Augustine in a very close, low-scoring game. All right. 
What's next, Matt? Aaron Flint says, I'm watching while eating Chicken Express. What's your favorite order from Chicken Express? I get the number one combo, fries, a biscuit, a Diet Dr. Pepper. And then it's I, a, I get the ranch and the jalapeno. It's ranch. a running joke around the Chicken Express office. If Greg's, or Chicken, Chicken Express office. <laughs> Dave Campbell's sex football office. That if Greg is having a bad day, he's going to yeah. go get the number one at Chicken Express. It's really yeah. good. It I like really Chicken good. Express. Although, you know what? Matt Stepp sold me on the spicy tenders. You had to be sold on that? I had them... And maybe he just oversold them to me okay. because I thought they were fine. They were fine. I like chicken. I like I like re- Chicken Express's regular tenders. Okay. Thanks for being a sponsor, Chicken Express. Yeah. What's next, Max? Uh, Jacob John asks, this is probably too broad of a question, but it does bring to mind a couple ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, what result this weekend would you most be surprised with? I mean, like any major upset would obviously be the most surprising uh, thing, right. and there could be a lot of those. If San Benito beat Judson. Yes. Sure. That would stun me. <laughs> yeah. Um, if Salina beat Argyle, Argyle. Right. That would stun me. If Corpus Christi West Oso beat Quero. Quero. Yeah. That would stun me. If Troop beat Newton. Yep. That would stun me. I mean, there's got to be like 20 games. It's the third round. Next right. week, you, you could ask that, and I could probably only give you a few results. Right. If Wallace Brazos beat Mason. Right, right. Uh, and if 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 Westlaco beat Lake Travis, yeah, those are probably the ones that would really actually make me go, "Holy cow!" Everything I know is what, wrong. Yeah, what just mm-hmm. happened? Yeah. Uh, Ed McElroy with a good question. Do you think all of the all-state teams should be selected after the playoffs? Yes, yes, yes. But isn't but, isn't a regular me, season honor right? It's, a, it's like the Heisman. Here's my, here's my thing, too. Isn't it unfair to penalize guys on teams that aren't good enough to get deep in the playoffs? Yeah. What I'm saying, though, is that we should be judging it on the full body of work. And as if your full body of work is 10 games, then you should be judged like – it should be like rate stats, basically. Yeah. I'm a big guy on rate stats. I understand that. That, like, for example, if you run for 300 yards a game, mm-hmm. but your defense gives up 900 points, mm-hmm. um, you should still be on the All-State team. Like even though you your team goes zero and ten, their team there are kids on zero and ten teams who deserve to be on the all state team, mm-hmm. right? Um, that that is m- kind of my if I may once again just make an unsolicited run at the AP. <laughs> One of my problems with the AP <laughs> is and the all, AP all state team is that they weighted so much on what playoff um, on playoffs. Mm-hmm. And there's a 10-game sample before then to get into the playoffs, and they almost never pay attention to it. Yeah. And so that is kind of my gripe, is there are it's – the, it's the Mike Trout thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. That's not, a, uh, that's not an opinion, yeah. okay? <laughs> He's the best player in baseball. Yeah. He should basically be the MVP every year. It doesn't matter if, every, if the other eight players on the Angels stink. Yeah. Like, he's still the best player right. in baseball. Same thing. There are, t- there are kids on 0 and 10 teams who deserve some all-state consideration. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's just me. Hmm. What's next, guys? A lot of people asking about the Hutto-Foster game. Uh, Freddie Davis, Kelvin Jones, uh, who else? Ronald Hughes. Uh, Freddie wants to know uh, what's the chances of Hutto making it to state. I mean, 25% at this point. Let's ask Ishmael Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, resident Hutto expert? Ish, yeah. Ish, is, Ish is hitched his I, wagon. I, no, I definitely have. I have yeah. Hutto. I have um, Hutto as my state pick. Look, so, uh, so here's, here's the thing about Foster. Foster is a team kind of similar to Angleton. 
Yeah. In the sense that they run the ball really well, and then they just try to grind you out up front. And they're a young team finding their stride late in the season. You yes. can't mm-hmm. look at what happened in the first half of the season and really understand who they are now. If you look at their, if you look at Richmond Foster, you can go, oh, they're eight and four. They right. shouldn't right. even be here. You right. are missing the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Foster's really good, and they're peaking at the right time. They're super young. They're super young. Yeah. Um, I do like I, district. I picked Hutto. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with Hutto. Yeah. But I do think that this is like every game's danger zone for them. Like Foster yeah. and Angleton are they're those they're those teams that are perfect tests for these Central Texas teams because mm-hmm. there's no other teams like them in no. the area. So right. And so they'll like like Angleton last year or last last week I yeah. should say pu- pushed Hutto, punched him in the mouth, Hutto hung on. Yes. Uh, Foster did the same to Maynard, beat mm-hmm. Maynard, right? Yeah. Punched him in the mouth, they held on. Foster's going to give him a test. This they is an absolutely easy game. will. And so. Uh, that's that's kind of what I'm looking at. The, the question for me, uh, for Foster, is can that – like the defense has struggled. Mm-hmm. And if you are Chase Griffin, you're probably looking at this Foster defense and you're saying basically outside of their defensive front. Right. If the offensive line can play the defensive front to a draw, Chase Griffin's got a chance to put up some big numbers tonight. So that's kind of where I'm at. That I think that – I think that Rich – I think Foster is a unique challenge, but I just don't know if their defense is going to be good enough. What's next, Max? Uh, Josh Chapa. Uh, has a note for me, Step and Ish. He says, I missed you guys last night. I barely got there for the start of the game. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Oh, if, if you're ever at a game, uh, the best time to catch us is before the game. We usually go down and do a walkthrough and talk mm-hmm. to coaches and stuff like that. And then we're kind of all over the place. But uh, They're big and physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are two big and physical teams last night. So you yeah. might have gotten like swallowed. Yeah. By, like, this Get, getting general, out of the danger like, zone quickly. Giant, yeah. yeah, you're like, oh, I, oh, I need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what sucks? Christian Doggett asks, better game to go to tonight, PNG, Fort Bend Marshall, or West Orange Stark, Jasper? Oh, uh, you have to choose? Why do you have to choose? That stinks. It depends on what you like, right? Yeah, it really does. If you want, if you want, if you a, want fireworks, if you want fireworks, it's Marshall and PNG. PNG. Yeah. If you want fireworks, if you're an old school football fan who want to see yep. who wants to see two teams take a sledgehammer yep. to each other, yep. Jasper and West Orange Stark is your game. That's going to be a low scoring slugfest that is going to be like twenty one seventeen someone, and the, it just matters. It, it, you just don't know who's who's going to have the twenty one, who's going to have the seventeen. Uh, if you want fifty five forty nine and like a thousand yards of offense. Then it's PNG, it's PNG, and, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm, Fort Pitt Marshall. Mm-hmm. But you can't go wrong. Either it's, it's, it's you know it's your it's some people like uh, some people like anchovies on their pizza. Some people don't. Yeah. It's a bad sure. comparison. I was about to. Neither of those games is anchovies on pizza. Okay, both those both those are like really good ham on pizza. Right there you go. <laughs> Aaron Flynn brings up a, a good point. He goes, "Is there a way next year where we can send stream games to you guys so you can compile it in one easy to find uh, list?" It's not – this is something we've tinkered with in the past. We did it with radio broadcast. We used to have a radio broadcast index page mm-hmm. for every team in the state, and, and that, it's just you know really what? hard to put together. Yeah. And there are other stream games going on this week. Oh, I will say no one does better than Texan Live. It's not yeah, even close. Sure. Texan Live has an unbelievable amount of games, and the quality is great. The quality is really, yeah. really good. And so, yeah. And it really isn't that hard to just look well, at Texan Live so, slate. Well, the, like, other problem, yeah. the other problem is that this is basically only – it basically only applies in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no other – The playoff, like yeah. you can't stream live games no. during during the regular season. No. If the UIL were to relax that, let's go. I'm into yeah. that. Best we could do other than that is, is the radio thing, which we should talk about this spring again when we're building the website. Yeah, so. although, uh, by the way, uh, yes. if you guys uh, want us to start streaming games, maybe become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, because then if we have that money, then we can start <laughs> looking into that infrastructure to stream games. <laughs> like just, you guys need more of us. Just, just a thought. What's next, Max? 
Uh, Kevin Higginbotham asks, do you remember any season where we have seen this many panhandle teams this far in the playoffs? By the end this weekend, we could still have five to seven teams in the regional final. And honestly, this is really spurred by Tascosa leading the way, right? We have a big it, school still going. That's the thing. Is that yeah. the big, like, there's always a, yeah. a handful of, small, of smaller school teams that are, that are in the mix. Like, you know, Canadians always in the mix, right? Uh, Stratford's usually in the mix. Uh, but it has been a, a surprisingly deep year for uh, the panhandle. I mean, you look at that district uh, with Groover and Stratford and Vega, and uh, there's one more that Groover's playing tonight. That is uh, Clarendon. Uh, that that district uh, has all their teams through. That's a panhandle district. Um, it's been a great year for the panhandle, and they're going to start to unfortunately start weeding each other out, mm-hmm. which is what happened last night when Stratford beat Vega. Um, but that's going to be that's it's it's a very good year. And if if Tascosa beats Lake Ridge tonight, then or Saturday rather. I think that, that that's going to become more and more of a story. It's like the, the year of the panhandle. What's next, Max? Uh, Jacob John uh, says, just visited Lambeau on Monday. A must-see since it was renovated in 2003. Do you have any bucket list stadiums? Oh, that's a good one. Like, just general? In, I was about to say in general um, or, like, specific I feel like or? there are some I would like to go to. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I have gone to the bucket list ones. I've been to the ones that I definitely needed to go to. Like, there's a lot that I would like to, but bucket list implies you have to do this before you die. I don't feel that way about any stadiums left, really. Um, Maybe the Rose Bowl. I've been to the Rose Bowl, but not at a game. Yeah, Rose Bowl's up there. Um, I've I've never been to a game at where QPR plays. So Loftus Road. Loftus Road. I'd love to. Yeah, the Emirates is up there for me. Yeah. Um... South Bend, Bend, Notre Dame Stadium. Yeah. I would like to go. Yeah, Notre Dame Stadium. Go see Touchdown Jesus. Yeah, that's a good one. What's next, Max? But we've kind of crossed off a lot of the Texas high school football ones. That's true. That's the thing. I've, this is I, true. I will say this. I've never seen a game at Alamo Stadium. I've been really? there, but I've right. never seen a game there. Yeah. I've been there. That's, one, yeah, that's, that's one of the and common I'm, good ones. And, I've never, and I've, never seen, I've never seen a game at um, uh, at the Puncher Dome. I've right. been there. You've been there, but I've, never, seen I've never seen a game. Yeah. Same thing with the Pit in Sanderson. That's the other one. The other one for me. That's a mm. super underrated one. That's yeah. my like hipstery games. Like, right. Oh, you know. Right. <laughs> Sanderson's right. Just, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Uh, Maverick Cassidy, another fun question. This pertains to everyone in the room. If you had a high school named in your honor, mm-hmm. Tepper High School, mm-hmm. what would be the mascot and what are the school colors and what do the football uniforms look like? Uh, it would be the football te- uniforms. Uh, it's a lot to ask, but we'll do the other ones. It would be the Tepper High School. F- it would be the Tepper High School disappointments to their parents. <laughs> And the the it would be like gray, gray and like mauve. Uh, <laughs> what? Gray and mauve. Those would be the colors. This is the saddest. And honestly, and everyone just be walking around, and there would just be photos of like my mom sitting there, just being like, "You could have been a doctor. <laughs> you could have gone to yeah. engineering school like your younger brother." Well, I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> I had to follow my heart. I'm just kidding. My mom really supports what I do. Oh God! Anyway, shouts, uh, shouts to there's already, Mark and Gay Tepper. There's already <laughs> there's already kind of a school that has my aesthetic. LBJ down in Austin. Yeah, Johnson Jaguars. Mm. The purple Jaguars. Purple yeah. and gray, it, and it's in, in the city of Austin. Like I feel like that's already kind of my vibe, and I feel like I the school that I would what imagine if we just, would just be that. What if we just renamed it? Like, what if we worked on this <laughs> as a campaign yeah. to get LBJ to instead be what's your middle name? It's not important. Yeah, not that's, not, important. that's not okay. important. No, that's IJ. What if it's IJ High School? <laughs> IJ High School. IJ High School. Terrible. So LBJ. But... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. 
Yeah. You can just call it. We can just call it Johnson. Yeah, that's fine. fine. Then, then, then that sparks discussion. Johnson, who's Johnson? Then it's be like, oh, be like, it's this it's guy. That on guy a, that it's a co-host on an internet, internet show. show. Some, some good <laughs> who didn't su- go to the school. <laughs> some good suggestions from the uh, from our loyal viewers. Tony Blaylock says they would be the Blaylock bats, black Ooh. and gold. Ooh. I like bats. I like not enough bats, bats out there. Is, there's not a Texas. There's not yeah. a bat in Texas yeah. football. Speaking of which, Aaron Flynn says I'd be the Flynn Foxes with orange and silver. Again, another another good one. Like only Cato Mills. Yeah. And um, the Silver Foxes are in El Paso, El Paso. Jefferson. Jefferson, thank you. Yep. What about you, Max? Come on now. Uh, I'm busy. <laughs> William Dyson asks, "What do y'all think about Wall and Brock?" Tommy Hayes, by the way, photographing Brock and Wall tonight for five straight years. That's a Woo! good series that's, to have been a part like of. A, that's like yeah. the, that's a, the weirdest flex. If y'all see Tommy Hayes, that's a great photographer. Give like, him a shout. He really is, and he's he's going out there to, to yeah. Brock and Wall. What was the question though? Oh, what do you think about the game? Oh, I think that it's <laughs> That's annual, easy, man. I think it's an annual tradition. <laughs> yep, uh, it's really great that they 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 keep this thing going. The weird thing about this game is that these two teams are always so similarly built, mm-hmm. and the coaching staffs know each other so well that like you wonder if there are these little unseen edges that like we can't see that they yeah. understand. Yep. Um, one thing that's different about Wall this year is that this is probably the best passing Wall team we've seen. Mason Fuchs, their quarterback, has been really, really good. Um, and so for me, the key for Wall is a couple of chunk plays, a couple of big, big passing plays. I, I lean towards Brock. Um, I lean towards Brock, but I think that this, I, I think this is, again, like it usually is, pretty close. Yeah. A uh, few more minutes. A uh, shout-out from uh, Ruben Rios says, uh, Ishmael's team should obviously be the West African Princes. <laughs> That would be that's a good awesome. One. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Jesus Mata asked, will San Saba win tonight? Uh, I think we all think so. We all picked Celeste? him? Yes, against you, you guys are going, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, I've, I expect a full report on the show on Monday. Okay. That's fine. Uh, yeah. You should not I'll, be watching on Monday. I'll be listening. Yeah. If, you're, if you are, I will punch you. Um, you should be, be very busy on be Monday. Commenting. Um, oh God! My wife's, like, my wife's like screaming at me, what are you doing? And be like, hold on. Somebody's wrong on the internet. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I like San Saba in this one. Yep. Um, Celeste is interesting, but I like San Saba. Okay, yeah. you, haven't, you haven't done it yet. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Uh, yeah, the, yeah well, the, the DCF crew will be out in Mineral Wells. Yeah. Uh, I'll let everyone know where we're doing the rest of the weekend here in a second. Uh, Radical. We already talked about Jasper and West Orange Stark. Russell Boyd asks, Buffalo versus Holiday. Who you got? Uh, I took Buffalo. Don't feel great about it. Don't feel great about yep. it. Tristan, Holiday, Tristan Boyd didn't play last week for Holiday. Probably out this week, and it sounds like their hurt. backup running back got hurt too, according yes. to Corey Hogue out there. But yeah. I mean, it hasn't seemed to slow them down. Like yeah. they're just big, and I mean, we've seen them. Ish and I have seen them in person. They're just a big, nasty team for a school that size. Yeah, they really are. They really are. I mean, they're just going to grind you. Mm-hmm. So really, I'm sure Coach Houston at Buffalo is like, let's get this thing into a shootout. We'll run them off the field. Ooh, but can I? I, issue, I don't think that's going to happen. Can I issue some breaking news? Yeah, oh, sure. We're Ed cool. Oliver will not play in the bowl game. That's not that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, go get your money, man. Next question. What's next, Max? (laughs) Uh, Karen Ward asks, what do y'all think about Yo versus East Chambers? I'll tell you, we've been sitting around the office this week going, hey – Yo's doing that thing that Yo does. They're yep. back. Like yeah. they're just they're just going to all of a sudden be in a state semifinal. So Yo's definitely back. Yeah. Like we can certainly ask if Texas is back to right. reference the first yeah. question, right. but uh, they are definitely back. They yeah. have they have been really really good this year and just kind of that vintage Yo team. Um, but East Chambers is on a freaking tear offensively. Uh, this is going to be pointsy. 
Uh, this is going to be like a Big 12 game. Uh, their sophomore running back, Ernest Caesar, uh, and their uh, their junior running back, Knowlton Shelvin, are going to uh, put on a show. Uh, Yo's going to have to keep up offensively. Mm-hmm. Like They're going to get a couple of stops, but East Chambers is humming offensively. I think this game is very pointsy. That's my that's my official prediction. Pointsy. Yeah. Pointsy. Pointsy. But I did pick Yo. Frey Davis asks, which day would be best for state games if you can only make one Whoa. day? Well, it depends on what you want. If you want a little bit more variety with some big crowds, you got to go to Friday. Right. Right. Friday you're going to get a mix of that transition between smaller schools to bigger schools. That's the 4A. That's 4 the 4A games and 4 5A and 1 5A games. Absolutely. That's your nice little mix. If you want the whole shebang, you got to come on Saturday. Yep. It's it's the biggest crowd you'll see all year for yeah, a high school D1 football D1 game. D1 is last. 6A yes. D1 is last, so it's, you'll build which, up to which that. I know, I know why BYL does it, but I wish they'd do this every year. I wish this they would is have the order it, it should always be. So it's be. like it yeah. should always go smallest to biggest, yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. My, in my dumb opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you yeah, like the I, small school feel, go come come the first two days. Uh, like, Wednesday's those, fun too. Yeah, Wednesday's like because there's a weird feeling that like we're here at eleven o'clock on a Wednesday. Shouldn't we all be working? Yeah, yeah. like there's just kind of that. But then you also get six man. If you've never seen six man football, yeah, fun. at the state championship games. It's just a little bit wild. Out. Also, you know those crowds are bigger than those cities' populations. Oh my god! <laughs> you yes. look, you there's look, like you're five thousand like, people. Thousand? Like, did you guys get a clone machine? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah. cool. What's next, Max? Monty Lee wants to know what you think about that Decatur and Hershey rematch. Um, you're like you're like ooh. Hershey. You're very Hershey on this, yeah, and I am not sold. Decatur Nate seems Downing, to know how to beat them, man. Nate Downing being out, it's yeah, Nate really Downing being scary. Out. So the first time they played, it was at Decatur, and Decatur won twenty two twenty. I believe Downey was also out. I believe he was also out. Um, I just think that right now Hershey's offense has um, hit another gear, and I think that that defense is still about the same. So I think that the, I think that Decatur can get to about 24, 28 points by just I, I like Hershey in the thirties. So I'm gonna, I'm taking Hershey. I'm taking our funky president. But friend of the show Mike Fuller is one that we uh, we we certainly do not doubt, and he's got them humming at the right time. Uh, I'm gonna take Hershey, but I don't feel good about it. Uh, Annika Jones is already maybe my favorite new commenter with her uh, immediately reacting to you and going Balmeray versus Garden City. How pointsy. Do you think it'll be? Very pointsy. <laughs> Very pointsy. Do you know who Annika Jones is? No. That's Vance, oh, that's Vance. Vance's daughter. Vance's daughter. That's right. Annika. Okay. All right. Thanks for all your I've help heard you tell me about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's yes. awesome. Uh, it'll be very pointsy. Yeah. Uh, that is a lot of – because remember, Vance Jones won titles at, at Garden City. She's yeah. going to scream at her computer because I'm going to be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure he won, like, back-to-back titles yeah. uh, at, at Garden City. Um, look – Garden City was my pick to come out of reg- out of that region to begin with. Yeah, but we thought they'd be beating Sterling City, who Balmeray beat. Yeah, so it would not be a surprise if Balmeray won. But I do think uh, I do think Garden City's the favorite. John Neal, the biggest Comanche fan on Texas football today, says I'm calling a huge upset tonight, boys. Comanche over Gunner and a nail biter. You heard it here first. And Matt Stepp's already jumped in because he said this all week. He thinks he might be right. Okay. Matt Step is there. Uh, so Gunner's coming off. The, the only yeah. thing I'll say is Gunner's coming off a super-duper physical game yep. with Lexington. And they are beat up. If they're beat up, then Comanche can take advantage of that. That said, I mean, Gunner's, in my opinion, the favorite. I took Gunner. It would be an upset. Yep. Uh, not outside the realm of possibility, but I would right. put it about 25%. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit less. Annika says, by the way, back-to-back in 09 and 10. Bang! It's good work. John Hamburg wants to know, will Shallow Water win state? It's starting to look like they might uh, have a they're, shot, They're man. looking really good. Um, they have been, again, they've been like one of the more underrated teams, I think, in the state. Um, and they, they clobbered a good Eastland team. 
Three Division One is looking more and more like wide open, and I think they're on the they're on the side of the bracket you want to be on. Yep. So yeah, I don't see why not. Um, yep. I would say uh, yeah, you keep an eye on them. Although at some point, you know, they'd have to run into like Brock. Five more questions. Yeah. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. We're here. Don't worry. You can do it. I believe in you. Go. I believe in Go! your dreams. Go! Jeremy J. Meredith says, "Should Frisco Lone Star be on upset alert and?" Will you guys give John Tyler a shot against the winner of Timberview and Highland Park if they win? Yes and yes. There you go. Yes All and right. yes. Lone Star, Lone Star exploded offensively last week against against Lone Star. Every week they do that, they're almost unbeatable because that defense is great. But the offense has just been kind of waves. It's come and gone and come and gone. If they have a bad night tonight, uh, or maybe Saturday, um, then I think that they are definitely on upset alert because John Tyler is certainly good enough to, to score uh, you know, on them and win like a 21-14 sure. game. Sure. Um, and yeah, if Lone Star wins this game, or John Tyler wins this game, um, they will be a unique challenge to Highland Park. Yep. A unique challenge. You're still talking. Sorry. Elvin Price, over under rushing yards for Zach Evans. 158.5. Sure. That's a number. What's next? Sam DeLeon says, NRG tonight, Kyle Field tomorrow, and then getting schnockered on Saturday night and all day Sunday. <laughs> he knows how to sell a weekend, I'd love baby. To, I'd love to do that. Yeah. Levi Nebish, uh, our man up at the panhandle, says, wonder how much the high winds in Midland will affect the Lake Ridge passing game. 20 Ooh. to 30 mile an hour yep. winds. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the Flex bone is going to be humming yeah. for uh, for Tuscosa. That's another reason. Like I, yeah. I think there, somebody was in my mention saying, "Oh, Lake Ridge is going to roll Tuscosa." I'm ah. like, I, I again, it would not be a surprise if Lake Ridge won, yeah. but I would be pretty surprised if they blew them out. Yeah. As the way Tuscosa is playing, but right we throw one against that win, or yeah. actually uh, with that win. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting. The thing is, Chandler Rogers though, Lake Ridge quarterback, he can do it with his legs. That's true. So yes, don't bet on just the passing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Levi says his last sprint last night is a knee bush. I'll get it right. Just. Got it. Sorry. Tim Guzman says, thoughts on Edna versus Rice Consolidated. Both are quite 11-1. Yes, but I think Edna's a better 11-1. Edna's Edna's a better 11-1. I like like the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys might be the best team in that region. But although Goliath's got uh, got Rocky Morris. Rocky Morris back. It's going to be an interesting race to the finish. Ryan McDonald says, what is the other guy's opinion on Huntsville Marshall? Stop asking me questions. Ryan, you already know the answer. Rob Hadaway with the last question of the day. Other than the weather tonight. What's the winning? Uh, what, what, what's what's the sticking point in South Lake and Trinity? Um, the the sticking point besides the weather yeah. is whether is whether ha huh, or not the uh, the Trinity offense can score enough. Um, their offense, uh, it, like they like generally speaking, the offense is is going to have some chances to make some plays. Uh, but the South Lake defense, for all we talk about the offense, the defense has been consistently good all all year long. The question is, how much can the Trinity offense get humming? Because they are they do their best when they're getting eight yards on first down. Mm-hmm. If they do that, mm-hmm. and they're in business. That's kind of the, the first down for, for Trinity is a, is a number one thing. And we're done. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Let's do it. Next week's show schedule. Tepper is on Tep Baby Watch. We appreciate everything that the people are, the fine people in the comments are saying about you. wishing you well. Very much. I they really want to know when this baby's coming. They're excited for you. We'll let you know. They have lots of great names, and I think that's the high priority <laughs> uh, here. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What do you mean by great? The ones it's that the I like. Oh, okay. <laughs> the ones that I like, and which is all of them, because they're all ridiculous. Okay. Uh, I love them all. Um, next week's schedule. The all-star cast, we are lining up Monday. Miss Terry Adams Man, she will be get her magazine? in studio. She's coming to get her magazine. Save me post. She's going to co-host. She's going to sit in that chair, and she's going to hang on for dear life next to Ishmael, which will be mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, Tuesday, 
the supernova, Aaron Hardigan. That's right. Here, we'll have Greg Powers on the show. They're like they go back like a decade, which is amazing. She was she was uh, Greg Powers was her like first boss. First boss, yeah. Be fun. Wednesday and Thursday, Brady Keen oh, the whoa. Dent Record Chronicle, and our good friend, our former intern, he will be in the house. He will be helping out. And I'll see if anyone else wants to help out on those days. Awesome, too. I like it. Uh, and then Friday, Step will be here for Mailbag Friday, and Tony Blaylock is doing his darndest. Oh my god! To be in the chair next to him, and Listen. that is if you're going to have no Tepper, replacing him with Blaylock ain't bad. Listen, if you're gonna, if yeah. you're going to like. All these shows are getting, uh, like, addition by subtraction. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm off the show. We'll see. Uh, The more the merrier. And finally, where we'll all be this weekend. Uh, Ish, Step, and I will be in Mineral Wells tonight for San Saba versus Celeste. Ish and I will be at Apogee tomorrow for Haltom and Hebron. Then tomorrow evening we'll be at Huntsville Marshall. Ryan McDonald will also be in the house for that. He'll be writing the story. And then Step is on the road to the Alamo Dome for the triple header tomorrow. If you're in San Antonio, say hi to Step. Uh, looking forward to seeing all y'all out on the road, and I think that is it. Okay. Good luck, Tepper. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Vince Young, if the reason that you haven't been coming to get your Player of the Year trophy is me, I won't be here next week. Good week to do it. Please give me your Player of the Year trophy. We, the royal we, will see you on Monday <laughs> on Texas Football Today. 